Broadcasting from Rochester, New York, at the intersection of faith and sports, it's Benson and those guys. The exclusive place to hear commentary from those guys, making it the world's number one faith-based sports radio program. Here he is, Benson and those guys on Sports Radio 950 ESPN. From the BTG studios in downtown Rochester, New York, welcome to the Benson and Those Guys program presented by Town & Country Pest Solutions, the top-rated faith-based radio program that you are listening to right now. BTGprogram.com or our Twitter handle, at BTG Program. I'm here with my friends, those guys, to make radio magic. So nestle up to the radio and let your earbuds be Gently massaged by the velvety sounds of wisdom as pontificated here on the Benson and Those Guys radio program. Big words, man. Listen, we're rolling with this thing. Starting off strong. It is All-Star Week, and our starting lineup, as voted by you, the fans, includes Christian Dan creating the auditory sensations behind the board. Unreasonable Darren and useless Zach team up to be the pop duo sensation that is those guys you've heard it it's just what they say and you've always wondered who they are well it's just those guys fellas it has been confirmed this week that the benson and those guys podcast which by the way can be found on our website or through itunes has now been heard on not one not two not three but four different continents in fact two percent of our podcast listening audience is overseas. The number one country not named the United States is? Zambia? No. Croatia. Croatia. Wow. We are loved and adored by the Croatian population. I don't know, to my knowledge, one Croatian person, but we are huge in Croatia. (laughs) But let me also give a shout out to the fans in Port Ritchie, Florida, Euclair, Wisconsin, Cupertino, California, Worcester, Massachusetts, and Bremerton, Washington, all cities where Benson and those guys is carrying the ESPN flag and paving the way for the worldwide leader in sports. Be careful, fellas, because social media is watching. Warren Sapp was in the news recently for not leaving a tip after dining at a Florida restaurant. (laughs) Apparently, the waitress greeted the table with, Hey, boys, what can I get you? And offended at being called a boy, Sap left a big old goose egg on the tip line of the $69 bill. A photo of the alleged receipt made the rounds on Facebook. That show an explanation was also written. His words, boys don't tip. After the story broke, Sap took to Twitter, and though he did not deny stiffing the waitress, he also suggested that while boys don't tip, Men do. Of course, it's entirely possible that Sap did indeed leave a tip another way, but either way, I sort of roll with the philosophy that if you are bringing me food and drinks, you can call me anything you want. <laughs> boy, little boy, child, chief, whatever. Just our, keep the roll. Our, our waitress the other night made fun of, you, fun of you pretty much, and you you still enjoyed it. I so. wasn't going to bring that up. That's hurtful and mean. Mean-spirited. <laughs> Continuing with the be careful what you tweet theme, I had mentioned some weeks ago in a previous broadcast that a Belgian fan was in the right spot at the right time when spotted at a World Cup game and was hired as a model by cosmetic company L'Oreal. Well, girl, your 15 minutes is up because L'Oreal has now terminated that contract after photos of her were posted 
to her Twitter account, and I know what you're thinking. No, these were not nude photos. What made the photos so offensive is that she was hunting. That's right, hunting. The photo of her with a gun slung across her shoulder, Chewbacca style, and a dead oryx in front of her. Apparently, somebody took offense and retweeted the photo directly to the company asking, what do you think of this post by your new model? Well, we know what the company thought because she is now history. A company spokesman said that they would not comment on whether the photo was behind the decision to terminate the contract, but they were also quick to mention that L'Oreal no longer tests on animals anywhere in the world and does not delegate this task to others. Okay, one more from social media. Did you see the photo that went viral of Jordan Jacobson's bruised and swollen hand? Jacobson was the guy who tried to barehand catch a Giancarlo Stanton blast at the Home Run Derby in Minnesota this week. Jacobson said the hand eventually went numb, and judging by the photo, that's a good thing because the pain must have been excruciating. I don't know why anyone would try and catch a home run ball. There is a reason why it's leaving the park, leaving the playing field. It was hit hard, and it was hit very far. What are you doing sticking your bare hand in the way? That's dumb to me. Before the show, we said, hey, listen, I'm going to bring up this piece, and don't anybody interrupt it, because I'm going to ask this question. Is there a better news source than Twitter? And apparently there is because this whole story, as picked up by news uh, outlets around, is a hoax. The guy came out and said he apologized. I want to sincerely apologize to Giancarlo and the Miami Marlin community. What started as a funny joke between friends quickly got away from me. Apparently it was an attempt to make fun of his own birth defect, but... Good for him for stepping in, admitting the hoax. The whole thing was a hoax. I should really listen during our pre-show meetings. That would be a first. (laughs) Um, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. The next thing, considering a mid-season tournament. Zach, you mentioned this last night. I guess he's looking at the NHL and sees how well they handle the schedule break at the Winter Olympics and wants to have the same kind of struggle. What do you guys think about a mid-season tournament? tournament in the NBA I don't know how I feel about doing it mid-season but I like the idea and I think the best way to do it would be to make the team's fantasy draft style so that guys from different conferences and teams could play together I I really don't know what I think about it yet I, I maybe can get on board with the idea of somehow breaking up the middle of the season because it does get a little I don't want to say boring but it drags on a little bit I don't know how I feel necessarily about a tournament, but I like that they're thinking of ways to spice up the middle of the middle of the regular season. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, actual teams go up against actual teams from overseas, like the uh, like the Bulls or the Knicks or somebody playing a team from Tel Aviv in a, in a real like game in a real in a real like international tournament rather than an All Star tournament. Because you already have that in the Olympics, but I mean, if you do, but if you're going to do it mid-season, you got to do it right. You can't have guys just like, no, nah, I'm not going to play. You, you have to convince everybody on board to get it right, and you have to go all out, or else it's not worth doing. Just keep the season going. We don't have a lot of details yet on what exactly Adam Silver is thinking, and I'm not certain even how workable such a thing like this is with the Players Association, unless you're getting involved in talking about shortening the season. But I know this is about one thing, or I believe this to be about one thing, and that's getting the NBA into Las Vegas. 
That's where they want to go with this thing. That's they got this summer league that's playing out there, which right. by the way is brilliant by the NBA. You you know your season's over and now you're back in the news, and it is it is highlight after highlight as these guys are lighting it up out there in Vegas. And that's what I think this this thing is is going. The NBA is coming to Vegas one way or the other. So I set the bar at seven years. You guys tell me over or under. There's a franchise in Las Vegas in seven years. I don't think there's a franchise in Las Vegas. I think there'll never be a professional, major professional sports franchise in Las Vegas simply because of the fact that you don't need one there. They have enough entertainment on their own, and two, it promotes gambling. The NFL, when you watch SportsCenter and you watch ESPN during Super Bowl week, the bottom line, they always give the odds on who's favorite or whatever. It's the only time where you'll see NFL championship, Seattle, minus six over Denver. It doesn't say Super Bowl. It says NFL championship because the NFL will not allow it. I mean, the NFL made NBC move the show Vegas to Friday nights because they wanted it as far removed from the NFL schedule as possible. That's how much the NFL wants to reap the benefits of gambling and then distance themselves at the same time. It's hypocritical. and It's not going to happen in the NBA either. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get the best like that. You're not going to get where they reap the benefits and they also distance themselves. It's worked for them so far, but it's not going to continue. I, there's just too much money to be made by having a franchise there. With nine, And I understand your point. That's a good mm-hmm. point. There's a lot going on there. But I think a franchise would work out there, and I think the NBA is thinking about it. Darren, you look like you were about to say something to that. Uh, I was just going to agree with Dan, but everything I was going to say you guys covered, so I just let it go. Sorry. Glad, glad we went to Darren on that. Zach, <laughs> you got something to bring? I think the NBA is made for Vegas. I think it would be a perfect fit. I know the gambling concern is there, and if it doesn't happen, that's probably the reason. But I just think it's such a great fit. I'd love to see them try it. I think it would be great. Last thing on the monologue. Dan, you got to cue the music. Mm-hmm. Did you see the video spoof of Ferris Bueller's Day Off starring Mike McGee of the MLS Chicago Fire? It was actually really, I thought, well done. Featured several cameos of other soccer players hardly anybody has ever heard of. But it was really kind of cool. And, you know, you just kind of say, way to be likable, soccer. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure you can Google it. We shared it on our Twitter, and you can get it through our Twitter feed. But speaking of Ferris Bueller, and you can hear the, oh, yeah, music going. My daughter is a huge Ferris fan, but then again, who isn't? Speaking of my daughter, diehard fan of the Oklahoma City Thunder, who she always gauges their success. You know, I'm stopping to think here. If I have a theme music for my daughter like this one, if I reference my daughter, we're playing the Ferris Bueller music. I got to have one for my son. So uh, I, I think we'll go ahead and what can we use? Dan, do you have George Thorogood's Get a Job? Get a haircut, get a real job. This will be the theme song for my son when I reference him. Now, before you call me, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. But. Speaking of my daughter, diehard fan of the Oklahoma City Thunder and who always gauges success by whether or not they go farther than the Denver Nuggets, well, this week, Aaron Aflalo is back with the Denver Nuggets and has said that I'm happy to be back in Denver. I believe this is a championship team under the right mindset and coaching. The Denver Nuggets. Are you guys buying that? The Denver Nuggets as a championship team? 
Don't you have to say that though when you sign with a new team? Like I oh, guess. we can win. But, I mean, Bill's I guess. But you're in that. the Western Conference. Yeah, you're not winning a championship. If you're in the East, say what you want. You got a shot as much as anybody else. <laughs> but you're in the West. Yeah, he's he's just it's the obligatory thing you have to say when you sign with somebody. I, I don't think he even believes it. So you think you sign with the New York Mets, you think you have a legitimate chance to win a title? No, but you, you might have to say that publicly. I'm signing with the Houston Astros, and I think we have a real shot of making the playoffs this year and going deep into the postseason. Unless you're Jurgen Klinsman, you have to say that. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez said it with the Texas Rangers. Oh, I think this it's not about the money. I think we have a legitimate chance to win. Yeah. Even if I'm taking up 90% of our payroll, we have a legitimate chance to win. Chicago Cubs have signed free agent Darren, and he steps to the microphone to say that. No, I wouldn't even say. If I was with the Cubs, you don't have to say that you're going to win. The Cubs get a pass. They don't have to say You you're not going to win. You are listening to Benson and Those Guys, presented by Town & Country Pest Solution. Create Croatia's number one faith-based podcast on ESPN Rochester. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, building 3E Rochester, New York, 14623. Ameriprise Financial Services, Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426 5024. Or visit com. Looking for custom made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy, located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys, here on ESPN Rochester. Benson and Those Guys. From the BTG Studios, and we can keep saying that until somebody says we can't, self-proclaimed BTG Studios in downtown Rochester, New York. The All-Star Game came and went this past week, the grandest 
of all-star games and sports, in all of sports, this one, this is the only one I think that really works. Maybe you can say the NBA if you like a lot of offense, but this is really the all-star game. But this particular one was really the Derek Jeter tribute night. Do you guys think it was too over the top? Was there too much too much mush? Not not at all. Like Someone like Derek Jeter, who has been an ambassador for the game for so long and done it so well, uh, yeah, it's 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 an exhibition game. You you should go a little over the top for someone like him, someone like Mariano, someone like Cal Ripken a few years ago. Like you, you definitely go over the top, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Do you th- do you think now this is a room of Yankees fans? I guess taking that aside, what if it's somebody else? You did mention Cal, but if it's not a Yankee, are you still feeling the same way? Let's say Jeter played for the Red Sox. You're cool. Yeah, and in fact, I was hoping they would do something for Tony Gwynn. I know that's already been beaten to death on the radio, but I guys that spend their whole career with one time or with one team and put up the kind of numbers that those guys do, I have no problem with them making a great big deal out of it. I kind of was questioning going into the game, you know, do you have a problem with him being the starting shortstop? And, and again, I know we've talked about this off the air. It's not really glaring, you know, uh, if somebody else was really tearing it up. Uh, but what if he were batting 180? Because I, I really think that Derek got nominated. This was his tribute year. Uh, we all get that. But what if he were batting 180 and, say, Alexi Ramirez was batting 340 and Jeter was the starting shortstop? Would you, would you have a problem then? Or because this is retirement year, everything's, everything's cool. I'm trying to think of it as a non-Yankee fan would, but obviously I can't because I'm a Yankees fan. Maybe thinking like maybe Cal was batting 180 that last year. I, I still think someone like him just deserves that final farewell. I, if there was a guy on the Red Sox, I think I would still like like Jeter or Cal or, or Tony Gwynn, somebody like that. I think I'd still feel the same way. They they have earned their the respect and the acknowledgement of a good job. So I don't think they, I don't think Jeter does it. If he's hitting under 200, I don't think he does it at all. I think, think he declines. I think he declines. Oh, yeah. He's too, he's just too prideful. It's not going to happen. It's like Mickey Mantle when he was playing first base. He's not getting elected. He's not going to the All-Star game. He's not yeah, doing you're it. probably right. And, and I agree with Darren. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I think, you know, this is the game for the fans. Uh, I know now folks are saying, well, you know, it means something. Not to me. You know, I know home field advantage for the World Series. I just think that's dumb. It's a travesty, by the way. I hate that. This is an exhibition for the fans. You put in who you want to see. They Mm want to see Derek Jeter at shortstop. And, you know, the guy goes out, goes two for two, scores a run, makes that sweet almost defensive play on Andrew McCutcheon. The whole discussion whether or not he was worthy is kind of not, don't you think? I do, and I think... I think that's the biggest reason why the All-Star Game shouldn't have any ramifications for the postseason, because then you can do this. You can give the guy that's retiring and is not what he used to be, you can give him the start because it doesn't matter, and it's just a tribute. I mean, you look around at the American League, though, the shortstop position is not real deep in the American League, but Jeter hitting two seventy two entering the game, it's not that much of a stretch to say he should be the starter no he's not having a bad year you know it's not the Derek Jeter years we know but it's it's not a bad year let me ask you about this though what about the torch passing talk there's been a lot of that everybody's in love with the torch passing from Jeter to to Mike Trout and I mean in all this rush to assign somebody to be the face of the league after Jeter is gone um is it really Mike Trout I know he has the skills but what if he got hurt this year 
and let's say it was a career-ending injury, and he's gone. Or what if he tested positive for PEDs? This yeah. is still baseball. Let's, I mean, like Ryan Braun, a guy in, a, in Trout situation a couple of years ago, all of a sudden, oops. I mean, uh, this this torch patching, I, I hate this crap. I, I despise it. It's like, can Tell the, guy, really can feel, the guy play longer before we start passing torches? I think you have exactly. to earn it. And what has Mike Trout done? Yeah, he's he's been great. Yes. And so has Bryce Harper. He's been hurt, but he, he'll be good. What about Steven Strasburg? I mean, this torch, uh, could we win a championship before we start passing torches? And it seemed like it was talked about. Everywhere we have to pass the torch. Who's it going to? Well, it's going to Mike Trout. Jeter is a 14-time All-Star with a 481 All-Star game batting average. And are we really comparing the still wet behind the ears guy to him? I mean, wh- why couldn't you pass it to Andrew McCutcheon? Why couldn't you pass? I mean, is it like why? Is it because he's a young, good-looking white guy? Is that why he's got to be our face for baseball? Because that's who our target audience is. I mean, this, this is like they just creates. The, I'm never. I'm not a fan of media created. The idea of media creating stories. This is, but this is certainly a media creation of the passing of the Agreed. torch. I don't think that the torch, the Derek Jeter torch, will ever be passed. And the reason I think that is that Derek Jeter is much of. Uh, a superstar as he was for his on-the-field stuff, a woman who never watched a baseball game in her life would recognize him on the street in blue jeans and pass out for the guy, right? He had as much appeal off the field to women as he did on the field you know, to, to baseball fans. I don't know of a player in baseball right now who has that kind of off-field appeal that Derek Jeter did, and I don't know if anybody ever will. Let me say this. To all the haters out there, I'm just going to take Darren's rant for a minute, but this is not unreasonable. Let me say this to all the haters out there. I saw your stupid social media posts. Why don't you root for someone instead of against someone? One guy I know was saying that Jeter doesn't have any major scandal because he just knows how to cover it up. And another comment this guy made was, just wait five years and and you'll hear scandals. He just knows how to cover it up for now. What a pathetic, miserable little life you must have. Everybody in the league respects this guy. They give a whole tribute night. Everybody except, except you... And a small amount of other people still living in their parents' basements and plotting how to win the next <laughs> big Dungeons & Dragons tournament. Uh, every, those guys don't have any respect. What in the world? I, and another thing. I can't recall ever just hating a guy just because he, he wasn't your guy. I, I, I've never said I hate a guy. I don't know most of them. I really, this was your you, your point a couple of weeks ago, Daryl. How do you hate a guy? You don't it even know him. Make I don't sense. root against players. As a Yankee fan, I've rooted against the Red Sox, but quite honestly, here in recent years, I've sort of liked their players. I love the laser show. I think he does a great job. I like his style. But that said, I thought, you know, Francona, as manager when he was there, I thought he was classy. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you hate on somebody? The way you do. Well, it's easier to hate somebody that you don't know. Yeah, and, it's and easy to hate that person what, or that group of people. I, I know the guy you're talking about. I know who who you're talking about. And what bothered me the most, now let me start by saying I am not perfect. And and, and you all know that very well. Everyone knows that very well. But you're, you're a Christian, and you're going to sit there and say you hate the guy for some off-field things that he has done. Now, Derek Jeter's never professed to be a Christian. So... 
you're saying that you hate Derek Jeter for off-field things that he does, basically acting like the non-Christian that he is. He's not really doing anything terrible. He, he's been pretty scandal-free, actually uh, scandal-free in everyone's eyes, in the media capital of the world. He, he's done it as classily as you possibly can, and you're going to basically hate the, the non-Christian for acting like a non-Christian. It, 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 it bothers me immensely. And he's humble. This guy he's humble about yeah. it, too. And it, a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's a Yankee. Uh, he's not. The, he's never been the best player on the Yankees any year. I mean, any year you could always say, who would you rather have in this situation one time? Well, Derek Jeter's a clutch hitter, but I mean, you need a bomb right now. You're not going to put Jeter up there, all right? And so he gets this, like, David Beckham-like treatment where, yeah, he's he's not the best player on his team. He's good, but he's he's overrated, and he plays a Yankee, so everybody hates him. So, But, I mean, I don't it's, I think at some point you got to put on your big boy pants, grow up, be an adult, and not just hate a player just for the sake of hating a player, especially when they've pretty much done nothing wrong in their entire career. Yep. We're having a little fun with this, and I told the guy, I said, you know, listen, I'm going to rip on you a little bit, and he said, that's all right, and I got to be honest, I just enjoy rooting for my team much more than rooting against yours. Uh, the fact that mine is competitive off, often enough, and I'm not concerned about your team enough to root against them, <laughs> but Darren, you make a great point, and, and, I, and I like your point. Um, why do you got to hate? Ephesians 4.29 says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of, out of your mouth but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And that's a good word. And I understand we're, we're doing a talk radio show here, and I know we talk a lot of stuff, and it's not necessarily all edifying, but I think if we kept that in mind when we get on social media, uh, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. I can think of uh, a multiple Christians, myself included, who are not as classy is Derek Jeter. Uh, so I, I I really am bothered now, by all this. And, and that, you know, you say that, and I don't, Derek Jeter comes across very classy as a ball player. Uh, I don't know the guy, you know, the rumors of a gift basket for the gal the next morning, you know, as she leaves. I don't know how classy that is. Or yeah, how true it is a, either. We or or how true, exactly yeah. right. So there are some things... But that by no means is a scandal as compared to, say, something that Alex Rodriguez that's rocking the baseball world. But before we go to break, there's one more thing I want to rant about. And another thing to the guy who was complaining about Yankee fans who always talk about the 27 championships (laughs) and said there was one in particular who has a radio show named after him. (laughs) Are you talking about this show, you jackwagon? I do not talk about championships like they were won yesterday. I don't deny the winning heritage. Let's face it, the Yankees have a winning heritage. No other team in all of professional sports have that heritage. But but it's not like the organization didn't win 27 championships. But I don't go around bragging about the 27 Yankees. That means nothing to me. But if you want to talk about the last 20 years... We've been talking about Derek Jeter. The last 20 years during the Derek Jeter era, there's quite a few championships in there you can talk about. And I will talk about that. Now, if they make the playoffs pretty much every year, they have been competitive pretty much every year. And we can even talk about the one title that your stupid team won (laughs) back in the early 90s. And I won't mention this guy's name. And I've already told him also. But I will mention his initials. His initials are Jeff Grace. Stop it, (laughs) Jeff. (laughs) 
So let me also say, um, well, we're going to go to break. We'll pick this up again when we come back. You're listening to Benson and those guys. We'll come back and talk about stuff. ESPN Rochester. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit townandcountrysolution.com. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 140. Four six two three Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Benson and Those Guys presented by Town & Country Pest Solutions. And I have been told by those guys that I should state that that last segment was done in fun as both of those men that I made reference to are good friends of mine, and I do appreciate the banter that I enjoy with them. We've been talking about Derek Jeter. We've been talking about the All-Star Game. We've been talking about, as I like to say, stuff. Let me ask you, conspiracy theorists, about that. Did Adam Wainwright groove a pitch, and is this a big scandal that should result in the All-Star Game being discontinued forevermore? Who cares if he did or didn't groove a pitch? You know what? It wouldn't surprise me if he did because, as I've stated, Jeter has kind of earned a little bit of special treatment here. And it's still a Major League fastball, and you still have to hit that Major League fastball, something none of us could do. So everyone all up in arms over this, shut up. I also have to wonder if maybe... He thought Mike Trout and Miguel Cabrera were retiring also because he grooved pitches to them. So I, I don't know. I, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it at all. And I'm, I'm upset while, while we're stating things that we're upset about. I'm upset at Aaron Andrews for interviewing him about it and making us miss Araldis Chapman's inning. You know, I heard an interview a day or two before the game, and this is what makes me so uh, suspicious about it. And I, I guess suspicious isn't the right word, but they asked out of Wainwright a day or so before the game, are you going to groove one? And he said, that's not really my style to do so. So the fact that the whole thing has kind of come up is uh, kind of ironic to me. I do like this, though, when Jeter was getting a large uh, ovation there. Uh, 
he wanted to get it over with. And he says to Adam Wainwright, uh, Adam Wainwright tells the story. He says, he told me, let's go. And I told him, no, Wainwright saying it's the only time I'm ever going to tell Derek Jeter no. So you saw the video. You saw the Wainwright there applauding. Jeter's trying to get in the box and play ball, and he's like, no, we're going to. Yeah, he's not even on the mound. He's gloved down, hand, off the mound, clapping for the guy. I thought it was all awesome. I loved it all. Yeah, I I thought it was fine, and you know I I don't know what happened. He probably uh, misspoke. He says he misspoke, referred to himself as a knucklehead for saying so. He says I messed up. I didn't try to let him get a hit, but I messed up by speaking afterwards. And I I don't know, but I kind of agree with you. Again, we're back to the fact that it's an all star game. It's a game for the fans. We all enjoy it. We all want to see it. Uh, if he grooves one, great. Yeah, and he was not dominant at all in the game. He looked he looked pretty bad in his time on the mound. So it's not like he suspiciously left one over the plate to Jeter and then struck out everybody else. He was struggling. He still looked better than Yasiel Puig, though. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Verlander says, I know this game means something, but we're here for the fans. And I know the fans don't want to see me throw 90 mile and hit the corners. Just let let's eat it and have fun here. You know, let's let's just have fun. I wish the game didn't mean something. I really do. To me, the, the is the home field advantage that big a deal? And I, I know that it is a deal. But should the All Star Game make the difference? No, no. Your your record should like it used to. I I I, I don't like this at all. I think it's it, it shouldn't mean anything. I agree with you a hundred percent. More it's more fun when it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think it's time baseball takes a look at that again. Maybe goes back to the old way. I know you don't want ties and all that, but if it's a game that just is for the fans, let's just move on. I have no problems with the uh, the way the All-Star game is set up because the World Series wasn't based on anything before. I will say this. If Wainwright did groove a pitch in a game that supposedly counted, then, he, then he's then he got an issue with his manager because the Cardinals are always finding themselves in a way to win, and he could have actually cost himself a shot at uh, home so home field. Uh, the other thing that you got to remember too is that you know, as a Yankee fan, if I think my team's not going to make the World Series, but the Red Sox might be, like a team, like a year, like last year, do I really want the American League to win the win the All Star game? Ooh, conspiracy guy! <laughs> I I'm, not, I'm, not I'm like, no, I'm just just, just talking, watching the game. No, I don't want the American League to win if the Red Sox are going to have a better shot at winning the World Series. You heard it the here Yankees? on the Benson and Those Guys program, as reported <laughs> by Christian Dan. The National League through the game suspecting that perhaps they were not going to have a chance to win. <laughs> Did you guys catch the ESPYs the other night? Do you like the ESPYs? Does that mean anything to you? Do you like that program? I, I do, but this past year's, I was not a fan of this this one with Drake. I, I, I thought it was one of the worst I've seen in a while. I never watched the ESPYs because I... I I'm not a fan of those types of shows. Like, I watch the Oscars every year, but one thing that's cool about sports is that it's always decided on the field or on the court, and now, hey, let's have an award show. <sighs> yeah, my wife gets, she enjoys the Oscars. That has never been my bag. I don't care about award shows. That's Americana. And that's I why. think the ESPYs are just awful. But I did I, I did happen to turn it on. I sat, got home, uh, I don't even know what time, sat down to have a bowl of cereal, and I was going to turn on. ESPN. And of course, there is nothing on. I mean, my choice is the WNBA or <laughs> the ESPYs. I'm going with the ESPYs. So the ESPYs are on. And I did catch, I just happened to catch the Stuart Scott segment. Call him Butter. He's on a roll, as he would like to say. And I got to tell you, it was moving. Scott was presented 
with the Jimmy V. Perseverance Award at the ESPYs this past week in, re- in recognition of his ongoing fight against cancer. And there have been some great speeches over the years. You, you, obviously, you remember Jim Valvano, never give up, don't ever give up. In similar fashion, Stuart Scott's speech was incredibly moving. I mean, what a moment. You have no heart if you weren't moved by this. Mm-hmm. His speech was the highlight of the evening. And as a father who loves his daughter very much, I, I was holding back the tears. Now, none of you guys said you cried, so I didn't cry either, <laughs> as as he called his daughter up on the stage. But he shared this. He shared that he had four surgeries in the week leading up to the awards. He was suffering from liver complications, kidney failures. And then he says this. Going through all that, he says, the best thing I have ever done, the best thing I will ever do is to be a dad. And I'm just, you know, man, that that's good stuff. I don't know anything about Stuart Scott's spiritual life. I don't know the man at all. But I know God used him to remind me of some priorities in life. That while our primary call in life is to walk in fellowship with God, our first and most important ministry is to our families. You know, and sometimes we overlook that and the busyness of life, and I'm guilty of that. Uh, Scott said that when you die... You don't lose to cancer. You beat cancer by how you live, why you live, and the manner in which you live. And again, God using this man who I don't know, don't know his, uh, again, his spiritual life, but to remind me that we live for Christ, to -hmm. bring him honor, to bring him glory, and with love. Something Scott said that was another important component in his fight against cancer we need to love God. We need to love our families. We need to love others. These are characteristics of a Christ-centered life and how people will see Jesus in us. Did you? I mean, am I the only one that was moved by this? No, I, having lost my father to cancer, I was brought back to that moment uh, when watching him you know, struggle with that disease and never complaining and just living through it, and it kind of brought me to that moment. And I don't, like you said, Benson, I don't think you have a, if you if you had a problem with that, you don't have a heart. And uh, it was it was a very moving speech. He didn't read off a teleprompter. He was straight off the cuff, and he talked a lot about what, what what's important in life. And I think sometimes we need to be, it takes someone, unfortunately, living with cancer to remind us of that. And I think we need to be more mindful of it without having someone live with cancer and suffer the way Stuart Scott suffered to remind us of those things. Yeah. He said in his speech that our life's journey is about the people who touch us. And if you watch those few moments, uh, then you had to have been touched by Stuart Scott and the love of a man for his children. And at the end, he calls up his baby girl. And it was just, it was, it was good stuff. Uh, all I can say is fight on, Stuart. Right. You know, I'm praying for you. Here's a guy. Now, here, there, there you go. There's somebody that I wouldn't think, to, oh, I'm just going to pray for Stuart Scott. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know the guy, I, but now he's on my prayer list. The other thing, too, I was reminded by a friend of mine whose brother just passed away. And I remember about three or four years ago, he was a neighbor of mine, and uh, his brother was living with cancer. And he, he, I go, I'll pray for him. And he goes, yeah, he goes, it's one of those cancers that it's really lazy. It's not going to. They think it takes a long time to really spread. Well, it, I stopped praying for him. I forgot about him, and he died. And I'm not saying that my prayers would have kept him alive any longer or any of that stuff, but I think sometimes when we hear good news about somebody, we forget. Or after the initial shock of, of a disease, we forget about him. And I think we need to be reminded to keep those people in prayer 
all the time and keep them on a list and keep looking at that list and keep praying for them because eventually after all the cards get sent and all the flowers get sent, eventually, you know, you, you forget about it and you can't. And you got to it's it's tough because we all do it. Life moves on. You, you, when they're out of sight, they're out of mind. You got to remind yourself to just keep praying for them and keep asking them if they need help. It is so hard. And I, I don't know how people do it. Everybody's got their own way for remember. But, you know, so many people think of all the people, you know, think about the people that come up and say, hey, Dan, would you pray for me? Um, I put it in my cell phone. I put it in my calendar so that each day, like on Monday, I might have a group of these people. I mean, I can't. I just I can't pray for everybody every day. Uh, I pray for my family every day. But I have a calendar. It sends me this reminder, and each day there's a group of people that that I pray for. I don't. I it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, these types of instances, you get convicted when you hear a guy going through cancer. Um, need to pray for him. You know, most importantly, that if he does not know Christ, that he would come to know Christ, especially when you hear things that his body's shutting down. He's had four surgeries in the last week, and you wonder when it, when does he get, right. how much time does he have? Or how on, on Sunday he didn't even think he was going to make it. Yeah. I mean, it, Jim Valvano, they played Jimmy Valvano's speech during Mike and Mike this week, and how I don't want to go off on a tangent, but they played the whole speech. And I, I, every time I listen to it, I, I get inspired and I, I, I get teared up, and um, he knew his time was up. He said, I want to give the Arthur Ashe Courage Award next year. I want to give it. And he knew he didn't have much time, and he died two months later. So you, you just never know. So you just got to keep praying for everybody. All right. You're listening to Benson and those guys, ESPN Rochester. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 14. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit townandcountrysolution.com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Benson and Those Guys, btgprogram.com, our, our twiddle, twiddle, boy, I can't get that out. 
Twitter You've done handle. It before. I've done it a number of times. Those two words for me just don't go together. <laughs> they At, should go together. I know they should, but that's just your twiddle. Your Twitter handle. Your twiddle. We all have words we can't say. All right, get off my case already. <laughs> you no, know? um, British Open happening this weekend. Um, who do you have a rooting interest? Do you have somebody you're pulling for? Are you on board with Tiger Woods? Do you want to see Tiger Woods get back on track and win this thing? Yes, because it's good for the sport. But no, because I want Bubba Watson to win all the time. So. Bubba Watson. All right. Who are you rooting for, Zach? I'd like to see Tiger win it. I don't really care that much, but I'm really sick of hearing about how he never wins majors and, and all of the stuff that we hear. I'd like to hear a different narrative from now on. He was the player of the year last year. People forget that. He was the player of the year. He won more tournaments than anybody. He didn't win a major. So it doesn't matter, right? Well, that's ridiculous. He he does drive the sport. The sport is better when he is good. And this I'm tired of this like age-old Jack Tiger comparison. I mean, I mean it's there and it's there's a reason why because Tiger was expected to eclipse Jack Nicklaus. But my thing is that I I like to root for Tiger simply out of the fact that, you know, he is this generation's best golfer, and I would like to say that I watched the best golfer ever play the game. And I want him to, to pass it because golf is way better when he's winning than it is when he's not playing. I would agree, and, and I would like to see, if I could draw it up, I would like to see on Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, all on the leaderboard on Sunday. That that would be to me. They're coming up. They're neck and neck. A possible playoff between them. That would be exciting mm-hmm. for the sport of golf. But there's so many people who dislike Tiger Woods that are just uh, and and I get it. Maybe he you know he, he's offended a lot of people. Um, but how do you? We go back to this discussion we had earlier. You're hating a guy that you don't even know. It bothers me that people, like right after Tiger got in trouble, that said, well, I forgive Tiger, or you know, I can't forgive Tiger. What did Tiger do to you? What, he cheated on his wife, and that's horrible, but what did you expect? He's a high-profile athlete. Now, I'm not saying they all do that, but I'm saying it's pretty common with athletes that, it's like Chris Rock once said, you're as faithful as your options are. And when you're a guy like Tiger Woods, you're the greatest at your sport. At one point, ESPN had a tournament of the greatest athletes of this generation. Tiger was his own category. It was Tiger, Jordan, Ruth, and I don't know what the fourth one was, Secretariat. I don't remember. But he was his own category, the Tiger Woods bracket of that tournament. And he was the best of the best. And, of course, he was going to have options, and he went out and did what he did, and he cheated on his wife, and that's wrong. It has nothing to do with Dan Barello. It's got nothing to do with Rick Benson. It's got nothing to do with those guys. So to say, for you to say, oh, I forgive Tiger, who are you? Who are you? you got a problem. You have a big problem. It's called you really believe in, your, in yourself an awful lot and think so highly of yourself that you could have <laughs> an opinion to forgive Tiger. Oh, I'm sure he's hurt. Well, that happens all the time. It's, we do. It, it's ridiculous to me. The only thing that Tiger does that affects me is plays golf and when I'm watching. Like, that's that's the extent of our relationship, mine and Tiger's relationship. <laughs> right. Right? Him playing golf and me watching. Yes, he cheated on his wife, like Dan said. It's bad. You know what? I don't care when he's, you know, wearing the red shirt on Sunday and trying to win another major. I, whatever, man. He's playing golf. I'm watching golf. I'm not watching it to you know, dive into the soap opera of his life and his marriage. I don't care. I don't care about what all the other professional athletes do. I just care when they're playing sports. Yeah, I, you know, I would stop a little short of that saying I don't care 
there are, he's a role model for people, and, and I understand. I hear Charles Barkley's going to be calling in. He's going to be calling this studio to say I'm not a role model. Not a role <laughs> but, model. Yeah. Benson, it's terrible. <laughs> terrible what you're saying, Benson. I don't like it. I don't love it. Yeah, but kind of sound like him. I do. I do care. I, w- I want to see the guy do well. I want to see him live a moral life. But I know this, and here's where, where it gets, Dan, you were talking about where people come there. They got this high opinion of themselves. They got a pride issue with themselves, and they got a judgment issue. They look at people. I know. I got a pretty good idea what goes on in my wicked mind. I, I got a pretty good idea of the things that I do and I struggle with. Daily, I don't know why people think that Tiger, and I'm not minimizing it, he cheated on his wife. It's an awful thing. But when you're taking the box of paper paper clips from work or you're uh, Mm -hmm. skimming a little off the top on your taxes or you're telling a little white lie, what makes that any different? Sin is sin in God's eyes, and you're guilty. Tiger's guilty. We're all guilty. Right. And for anybody just to like go off and just say that, hey, you know, I, I can't forgive Tiger for what he did. You, man, you got a problem. You got to look in that mirror. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he cheated on his wife. He didn't cheat on you. And who are you to cast the first stone? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could use it as an example for your kids. Say, hey, look, okay, this is what, you know, your mom and I don't do this to each other. Okay, this is what he did. But for you to just, but you to like, they stick a microphone in your face and just people like, hey, let's talk to some women on the street. What do they think about Tiger? <laughs> I mean, it was like they were baiting and fishing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like hook, line, sinker. They brought these women out and they're like, oh, I can't forgive Tiger. Okay, but what if, it was the, what if Tiger's wife was cheating on him? What if it was the opposite? We'd have no reaction whatsoever. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I agree. God says this in First John chapter 1, verse 8, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, however, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness. Uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, whether you like, whether you love, whether you hate Tiger Woods, that's up to you and God. You're listening to Benson and those guys. ESPN Rochester. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 140. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit townandcountrysolution.com.
Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. There it is. There's the voice that brings us back. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys. Man, that is just by good stuff. <laughs> hey, we got to get Jeep on, on board just so Dan can say that. Because he wants to say that. You know he wants to say, give it my Jeep. Does, does, does John Sterling, I haven't heard any Yankee games on the radio this year. Has, does John Sterling still say that at the end of every inning? You're listening oh, yeah. to New York Yankees baseball, driven by Jeep. And Susan, I just wanted to say, 3-2. <laughs> Speaking of useless information, Zach, what do you got for us this week? This week... Grey Goose Vodka has commissioned a series of paintings. Cut them off. Hold on. We don't promote <laughs> alcohol on this program. Has commissioned a series of paintings for one of its lines commemorating the kings of various fields. The king of sport, for some reason, is Carmelo Anthony. The painting features a very lifelike mellow in an unusual setting, holding a massive sword, wearing a fur robe, and standing in Sherwood Forest. That's exactly where you would picture Mello, right? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense on absolutely no level. If you, <laughs> if you haven't seen the painting, go, go check it out. It's awesome. That is basically nothing but useless information. <laughs> useless information is brought to you by, well, nobody at this point. So let's go on to Zach's unreasonable rant. No, that's not true. Darren's unreasonable rant. All right, I'm not done with the Derek Jeter thing. As a Yankees fan, I've heard many unreasonable arguments on why the Yankees are worse than the devil. Most of the time, these arguments are easily refuted with a simple stat or two, to which the Yankee hater ignores and continues on with baseless accusations blinded by their hatred of the Yankees that they insist they don't have. But even the worst defender and biggest hater of the Yankees can agree that Derek Jeter deserves respect and acknowledgement of a job well done. Jeff, Multiple Mike. championships, over 3,000 hits, and the captain of the Yankees. He's arguably one of the top three pinstripers of all time, and I'll gladly debate that with anyone. But right now, we as a sports family need to band together and shun the guy and people like him that yell things like overrated or worse at Derek Jeter. The man is universally respected by baseball, and it's a travesty that morons get 15 minutes of fame instead of the dunces cap like they did in our parents' day. If we went back to that, maybe we could all get back to what sports were meant for. Entertainment, not blind hatred of another human being because he doesn't wear your favorite team's jersey. Repent and get right, Mike and Jeff. <laughs> I, I'd like to say also that Jeter had the last laugh on overrated guy because right after he yelled that, Jeter doubled and scored. Yeah, that, that was kind of classic. Hey, have you guys gotten out to the Rochester Ridgeman yet? I've been giving you this homework assignment <laughs> for, uh, I don't know, 16 years now. 
you got a couple of chances left. You've got Sunday and Monday. Sunday at 5 o'clock against Niagara. Uh, Monday, the 21st, 7 o'clock against Olean. And then the season ends on Thursday, the 24th. The home part, uh, home schedule of the season ends on Thursday on the 24th at 7 p.m. against Niagara. So two games against Niagara, Sunday and Thursdays, and in between a game against Olean on Monday night. We're going to do our Pest of the Week as brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. And my Pest of the Week, we'll start with me, is NASCAR driver Joey Logano for picking on poor old Morgan Shepard. And when I say old, I mean old. <laughs> 72 years old, that is. During a race in New Hampshire Motor Speedway last weekend, Logano was in second place, running behind his teammate Brad Keselowski. However, when he tried to go around the number 33 car, which was 16 laps down, he was put into the wall by the 72-year-old driver, Morgan Shepard. That, 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 you heard it right. He's 72 driving in NASCAR. Logano says, I feel like there should be a driving test before you get out in a cup car to make sure you know how to drive before you drive one. Dude, we've all been there, all right? We're trying to get around some old geezer who's weaving all, their, all over the both lanes. Just deal with it. So he put you in the wall. So he cost you lots of money. Is that any reason to get on the old man? You better watch out, Logano. Shepard could be this. He could be Clint Eastwood, like in Gran Torino. You know, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> oh, man, Dan. The voice. That is my pest of the week, Joey Logano. What do you guys got? Mine is Tiger Woods, who we just talked about. Early in the first round, he hit a course marshal in the face with his tee shot. And then on, the, eight, him. on the 18th hole, stopped mid-swing to drop the name of Jesus as a curse word at some photographers who were taking his picture. Well, he'll, ha- he'll have to, you know, address that with God one day himself. <laughs> my, uh, my pest of the week is anybody who cuts the sleeves off their softball jersey. It's <laughs> ridiculous. You look ridiculous. Stop it. Mr. Sun's Out, Guns Out is my pest of the week. <laughs> Summer nights. They're 40. 40 degrees. I haven't had to even turn on my air conditioner this summer. Summer. Yeah, I didn't need- want an extension of spring. We don't get enough summer. We need to move south. That's all. Speaking That's- of summer nights, <laughs> it was a summer night recently in a slow-pitch church league softball game. Oh, here we go. You know it had to happen. <laughs> I'm on second base. Darren's in shallow left field. Fly ball. I'm tagging. Going to third safely. You're listening to Benson and those guys on ESPN Rochester. Join us again next week. Thanks for joining us this week. Threw it from my knees.